0: Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, you guys it's dave mormon here i'm coming at you with another uh live episode today i want to thank you so much for tuning in and uh, to the podcast our listener base is increasing and receiving some great messages still from you guys so super super appreciate uh that uh, i'm not going to have a long intro today uh i just posted actually on uh social a little while back uh pertaining to an example of a stop doing list and so yeah that's right it's not a to-do list it's a stop doing list and so those of you who know anything about me know that i can be a little bit like obsessive with where i look at investing my time okay i think there's too many Uh, people in the world, too many business owners, right, that are literally spending their time rather than looking at where can I actually invest my time, right? And so when you look at it, I think there's something like a stat of like, there's 86,000 seconds in a day, right? And so there's this analogy of like, if someone filled up, your bank account today with $86,000. You know, how would you invest every one of those dollars? That's how we need to think about our time as well. And it's really the most precious resource on earth, right? Nobody can create another moment of time. Uh, It just kind of is what it is, right? We can always create more money with our business. It's it's fun. It's it's a it's an experience, but there's still no one on earth that has cracked the code on creating more time and being able to live longer or do more. Right. And so we talk about as entrepreneurs, right? We're busy. I got a lot on my to do list. I got to get stuff done. I got to grind. I got to hustle. I got to take care of this, do that we get that right and i think there's a lot of content already on um you know how you can be productive with your time you know i think it's something we all need to learn and you know i've worked with enough business owners now in my program to know that if there's really like one system that we can fix it's not like you know change your brand colors or tweak this job ad or you know rewrap your truck a bit different or create this standard operating procedure. Those are all important, right? But I really think the one system, if we could only create one thing, would be for business owners, for home service entrepreneurs to get a handle on their time. And so the one system you really need to do is like look at the weekly rhythms of your life, right? I'm not going to say daily rhythms, because for me, every day is a little bit different, right? In Mondays, I'm in my service-based business. Uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays are heavy coaching days for me. Uh, Fridays tend to be a free creative day. So, you know, every day is a bit different. So I'm not going to say daily, but you need to look at what really your weekly rhythms are, right? And some of you can go back on your Google calendar or your iCalendar right now and see like, man, there's no structure here right i'm running around from this thing to the next thing not actually really accomplishing something or moving the ball down the field and so it's very easy to stay efficient and i think like a lot of business owners are quite efficient right they're like i got a 2 p.m a 3 p.m a 4 p.m i'm home by dinner by five and then i'm in the office for another hour we're efficient right we're like pumping out thing after thing But there's a world of difference from being uh, efficient versus being effective, okay? So efficient is like you're pumping out all these tasks. You're like a task rabbit, like you're busy, busy, busy getting her done. That's great. There's time for that for sure. But there's a difference of being like effective as well, right? And I think as an executive in your business, you want to be effective with your time. You want to be investing one hour in and being very effective with that so you can create a great return on that unit of time investment. So it's just how I would be thinking this week as I go through my business, like my goodness, where am I actually investing my time? And you know, I'm like you too, like I love pumping out the low level easy stuff, right? Like check the email, check the Slack, check the social media, like these are like low little wins, like dopamine boosts, right? But what I've learned in business and in life the last few years is like when your brain is fresh in the morning, you want to really take advantage of that and use that for like creative time right so let's wrestle through your price book there or let's you know create some type of system or let's just do some planning right Some of you need to like approach the week and actually just have an hour and a half to actually plan out your week what are we going to do when what night is date night what night is boys night what night am i working out what night are we just sitting watching three hours of netflix right like let's plan all that stuff i remember uh, a client i worked with back in the day i uh, was during one of the big soccer tournaments and i was showing him a screen share of something we were talking about and he saw my calendar and just started laughing i'm like what is so funny he's like man you're even scheduling in time like middle of the day to watch the soccer game i'm like yeah well if we don't schedule it uh it doesn't get done and so a lot of times i approach my day you know kind of just like a robot and i'm going from thing to thing I don't need someone to text me and be like, let's get it done today, right? Like I wake up, my brain just wakes up and I'm just like, man, I want to just step in and be great today, whatever I'm working on. I want to just like crush it out. Like it's like... You know my wife makes fun of me that i say every day it just kind of feels like christmas morning the next day i'm like i get to actually be in my office in the morning and like read and write and create and plan and give clients value and and grow businesses like it just it doesn't really even feel like work so i don't want to get too far down a tangent because i do have some things i want to go through here and i want to try and keep these episodes in and around that sweet 20 minute mark where you're not uh you know getting sick of my voice but also where it's not you know there's enough podcasts that make little five minute episodes and i, I just think the sweet spot's always in and around the 20 minute mark you can take something out of it okay so this episode's going to be uh short and it's going to be about you know not obsessing over creating a to-do list we're going to talk about a stop doing list and this comes from Uh, my own learning as well as clients that I've worked with inside uh, my program. So I've got like a handful of things here. Okay, so what do I mean when I say create a stop doing list? I'm talking about the tasks that are taking you away and distracting you from really what You need to be working on so i don't think service business owners need to be working on more things they need to actually be doing less things so that they can direct their efforts to the best payoff activities okay so first thing on my stop doing list number one is comparing yourself to others okay there's a famous quote comparison is the thief of joy like if you want to be unhappy and make your day make a hard left turn to negative town spend more than like seven minutes on social media and you're just like what am i doing i just saw someone that has way more trucks than i do and a thousand google reviews and they're winning and why am i not winning and blah 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 and woe is me like i spend like there i probably compare but i i don't want to say i don't at all because i do but a very minimal amount of time like studying others uh in the space whether that's the coaching space or the cleaning business space or real estate investing like whatever i'm into you gotta know i don't care what game you choose to play there will always be someone ahead of you and the moment you take your eyes off your own fries and start focusing on what they're up to uh, it's just this doom loop, right? And that's why I'm quite concerned for this younger generation um, being raised right now is they're just on their phones all the time comparing, comparing, comparing. Like if I had kids right now, I think it'd be a serious discussion of do they even get a smartphone or or outside of texting, do they get access to social media? Like if you want to get rocked and see what's going on in the brain, um, you can go on Netflix and it's slipping my mind now, but it's... Uh, uh, if you just put in something around social network, uh, it's not social network, but it's like the social dilemma or something. It talks about, it's a documentary, and it's like showing the smart guys that created Facebook, right? Even the one guy created like the like button, right? This, this younger dude, and he just said point blank. He's like, if I had kids, I wouldn't let them be on here. Like, it's just literally dangerous because of how uh, we're wiring our brain up. So, you know, I think online definitely accelerates that. You can be having coffee with someone and hear, oh, so-and-so just got a new house or a new Tesla this week, and you're like, WTF, why don't I have a new Tesla? So it's like you got to learn to be happy for others and not automatically pivot it back to yourself, okay? So it's going to take practice, but the best way to do this is don't spend your time spinning your wheels online, um, which feeds into my next point, but also just be so content in where you're at in, in, not that you're sitting still, not going anywhere, but you look at your progress you made, right? And I was telling one of our members in the coaching program, I'm like, man, look at the progress you've made. You should give yourself some credit. Like, don't be looking up to the guy that already has 10 trucks and wonder, why am I not there? I'd be like inspired and be like, that's awesome. Like, this guy's proving there's a huge demand here in our market that i can tap into and even if i can just carve out a slice of pie for myself and my family i'm going to be like pretty happy so that's number one right there okay stop comparing to others just stop right now Uh, comparison is the thief of joy all right so next up we got number two okay goes into point one as well Is just consuming social media so Again, I spend very little time scrolling on social media. Like if I didn't have this coaching business, I would not be on social media. I think it's a massive waste of time um, but it drives uh, my brand and it creates relationships and conversations, which turn into coaching clients, which means lives I can impact and help grow. And I absolutely love it. So that is kind of what I'm talking about when I say, you know, this is from Gary Vee. He says, document and, and don't consume. Okay, so spend your time, recognize the power of social media, but also recognize how dangerous it can be. Um, and spend your time in documentation uh, land, right? So we're doing long uh, copy posts. If I, for my service business, we're posting pictures, we're making polls in our Facebook group, we're posting in community groups, you're making videos, like that's just what I'm talking about when I say you're documenting, okay? So recognize the value in it, but don't just spend your time mindlessly consuming on the explore function on Instagram, huge, huge waste of time, okay? number three is researching i think a lot of you in my estimation uh you over research stuff okay so i'm telling you right now do less research and more doing Uh, my mentor howard partridge talks about fti which is failure to implement um, we just over make this doom loop in our head and research, research, research. We have this analysis by paralysis Okay, So don't get stuck in this messy middle of like, I need to absolutely figure out everything before I jump. If you've ever been like cliff jumping or skydiving, um, like my wife and I did a little bit of cliff jumping in the Philippines uh, on our honeymoon. And it was like, Crazy, right? I'd never. I don't even. Those of you cliff jump jumpers, probably a dinky jump now looking at it, but I don't know. It's probably like twenty-ish feet or so. I uh, want to say. And you're jumping into this like blue river. uh I was scared, right? It's something that you'd like leave your shoes on to make the jump, and uh, I I jumped off. I I did very minimal research because I knew if I got to the end and started analyzing and overcomplicating it, you're not going to jump. So like starting a business, growing a business. It's just like, man, just burn the ships and let's get it going. So I think those of you that are very high seas on the disk, you know, you're very um, conscientious, you'll research all day, all night. Your wife or partner might be like, man, why are you always on YouTube late at night? You're just researching, 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 and your business is doing like forty six thousand dollars. It's like if you took some of that research time, and went and bought an ipad mini and a golf shirt and went and door knocked for three hours i bet you could your business would be better for it so um i just want to caution that you know people depending on your temperament this moves into point four is doing less email um you know smaller guys i'm talking to right now like you want to be Um, more in-person marketing, okay? So this is like talking to you people that are highly administrative. Uh, I've worked with clients before that are very highly administrative. You might be nodding your head right now. You love sitting on email, changing fonts, changing brand colors, tweaking your website. You tweak all day, right? It's like you're making all these optimizations for your business when really what like when you're sub half a million dollars like your goal in business is just marketing 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 right focus on profitability will come a bit later as you grow but like marketing and building out a team like those are two huge things as you get going and i think we just get lazy right i've been there myself i'd way rather sit on my job or crm and run average job sizes and see you know how the guys are doing with labor hours and how our schedule is i'd rather do that than like go throw on a raincoat and go door knocking, right? But it's like I'm trading out these little optimizations for the necessities of like driving business. So if I can look back in my journey, like when we really turned a corner was when I got serious about marketing and we moved from 155,000 to 582 in one season. I'm talking in top line revenue. I didn't spend a lot of time that year dinking around on the CRM. I was out knocking doors, putting up signs, wrapping vehicles, visiting job sites, booking a photographer, making a video, like booking a videographer. Like those are the things that actually build the brand and move the business forward. So if you're like a highly analytical, organized type of worker bee like I am, you got to just watch out that you're like, oh man, I'm over planning this thing i gotta just get my butt out in the rain and get out there so i'm talking to you uh, right now if you're a little too highly administrative on the flip side you could be not administrative at all i've worked with some people in my program they're great sales people but they're so disorganized and they actually need to hear this and discipline themselves and get into the office so for now i'm going to just leave it at point four less email more in-person marketing Okay, so. That's point four. I got a few more here for you guys. Number five is, um, goes in what I said, right? Complicating the business and focusing on optimizations rather than necessities. You got to just stop doing this. Okay. Like the home service business is a simple path forward, but it's difficult to pull off. You know, I call it kind of like riding a bicycle while you're juggling, right? You got to like, I'm working through strategic plans right now with, with all our members in our program and it's like some of these guys are wanting to grow from like you know they did eighty thousand last year and we're on the truck and now they want to grow and do you know two hundred and fifty thousand in one year which is totally legitimate and possible but it's like okay talking to you uh you know getting off the truck you got to now buy truck number two you got to outfit it you got to wrap it you got to figure out Who's gonna be, um, you know, leading the one crew that you're getting off? They're gonna need a helper, and then you're gonna go to need hire technicians three and four to operate truck number two. You're also gonna need to have some form, probably, of an office answering service, albeit very part time. You got to get that set up. You're gonna have new people coming on, so you got to train them. You got to figure that out. Um, You know, you got to have their systems dialed in. How do they report hours? How are you paying them? What's your, um, you know, employment handbook look like? What's your training program look like? And that's all to say, you also need to figure out how to make sure you have enough work at any given time that you're not booked out eight weeks and you're not booked out like two days, right? And so that's what I mean. You're like, You're literally biking while you're juggling and like almost trying to eat like a turkey sandwich. Right. It's just like there's so many things going on at the same time. And that's why, like, you know, all the quarters are important in the business. But Q1 is like really important for planning and systemization. Um, Q2 is really important for onboarding, training uh, and production. And then Q3 is just like a lot of more production, but depending where you live, can actually slow down a fair bit in the summer if you're running, say, a washing business, for example. So you got to know your seasons where you're at and you got to know when is it a necessity to do this task and when is that just an optimization, right? If you're waking up and checking your email first thing in the morning, you're starting your day with an optimization, right? It's just not... Uh, not going to fly. So we want to be focusing on what's necessities, what's going to move the ball down the field with your business. Okay. Two more for you here. Uh, Number six is working 12-hour days, seven days a week, okay? So there's something called the law of diminishing returns, which says that when you keep investing more inputs, more, 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 you're actually going to hit it like a peak and there'll be an inflection point where you come down the hill and you're still putting in the same input, right? Hour 8, hour 9, hour 10, hour 11, hour 12, but you're not getting that same amount of input, right? If you're investing one hour and getting an input of 10, you invest one hour and then your your output will be you know eight and then it'll be six and four and two and you know you can imagine how productive you are after a 12-hour day you might think you're going because you're on your fourth coffee and red bull but you're not actually being very productive so you got to know literally when to say is enough is enough i'm clocking out i'm going in airplane mode i'm shutting the office door and i'm going to be present with my family okay you're going to need to learn this rhythm as an entrepreneur for the sake of your own well-being and health keep in mind your health is your wealth you can always get more financial income you it's hard to get your health back when you lose it i'm not saying it's not possible but you want to like manage all this stuff in your life you want to be healthy right um financial um financial income financial gain is just one element of of wealth right health is wealth finances our wealth um having uh time freedom is wealth sense of accomplishment and relationships that's wealth i think you can be wealthy spiritually as well like there's a lot of things that go into actually fully encapsulating a person so just don't overload it with this focus on you know wealth gain because there are other aspects of life uh and i'm i'm talking to myself right now as much as anybody else so uh and number seven guys uh and girls is underselling yourself okay so um, you got to charge what you're worth, and I still have yet to work with a service business inside my coaching program that has not raised their prices to some degree, right? We've seen companies I've worked with like increase their rates 50% uh, has happened, and sales ratio dropped slightly, but there's way more gross profit flooding into the business, which allows the business owner to actually hire an assistant. Put someone in the office, right? If you're going around and your charge rates are like $50 an hour, it's going to be very tricky to scale that business. You got to make sure there's enough meat on the bone that you're pricing like an actual entrepreneur and not pricing like a self employed business owner back in 2004. So you got to get with the times and really charge what you're worth. So that's the last thing, guys, on my stop doing list. Stop underselling yourself bring in fresh eyes into your business if you've not raised your rates in the last two years you gotta get with the times Um, prices going up on ground beef on chicken on cheese on fuel on insurance on housing why is your business any different right and so look yourself in the mirror and say i'm worth fill in the blank are, you know not just I'm worth, but I would more say my business is worth x amount per hour. We're the top reviewed company. We provide great experience for our employees. We're going forward and we're charging this much as we grow um, our business. So those are my top seven guys. I could probably make 17, but I don't want this to go on and on like I said. you gotta focus on what's necessities in your business. And you got to get a hold of your time. So I'd really encourage you this next week. You know, you get an episode here every single week. This next week's goal I would really make is focusing on optimizing your time by way of making a stop doing list. You might pull two or three or four that I just cranked out. But there might be like two or three other things. You're like, man, I need to stop doing. Maybe you're changing the oil on your vehicles, right? Maybe you're like spending an insane amount of time around housework and cooking and cleaning and doing like these tasks that you could easily outsource, right? You've got to get serious about this and make a stop doing list. So I'm going to leave that with homework for you for this week. Create a stop doing list. Feel free to ping me over an email and say what's up Dave. I actually created a stop doing list and it's going good or it's hard. It's going horrible, right? Ping me over an email uh, if you want to learn more, Dave at home service businesscoach.com. And the last thing I'll let you guys know as well. Uh, I am going to be onboarding uh, a few more students inside my high-level coaching program. We have an intake coming up here in the next few weeks. So if you're curious what that looks like, you're like, I've been listening to this podcast long enough. I've listened to all you know 60-some-odd episodes. I'm ready for the next step. Uh, head on over, homeservicebusinesscoach.com. You can book a free call with me and the team and kind of do a deep dive call for 45 minutes or so. Um, to get your business sorted um, for this next year. So I'll leave you with that, guys. I thank you so much for listening. It means the world and feel free to reach out. would love to hear from you. Uh, take care, guys, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.